This is Things Unknown with Skylar Timmons and Quentin Denny, the podcast where we're going to talk about random pop culture thoughts and ideas. Start the music. And welcome to the second episode of Things Unknown with Skylar and Quinn. What's Thank going you. on? Nothing much. How you doing? Uh, it's good. Last week was Halloween. So spooky. Yeah, very spooky. So we get to talk a little bit more about vampires, I guess. We talked a little bit about them last week, didn't we? Uh, not really. Okay. Well, we get to this week and that's, that's exciting. So last week was Halloween. Did you do anything? I sat in my house, ate pizza and watched The Thing. The Thing. Yes. Kurt Russell. I've never seen that. Uh, it's pretty good. But, I've never seen it. So Skylar for Halloween did the scariest thing you could do. Be lonely at your own house. <laughs> no, I have my roommate and his girlfriend there. Oh, third wheeling. That's the scariest yeah. thing. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I went to an apartment complex that had a dance in like their lobby that was probably 40 square feet. Mm. And it was really hot. And the DJ, I and mean, it was pretty fun. I'll say that. It was fun. We I did a group costume. I was Anger from Inside Out. And then we went to the school's little Halloween fair i guess carnival i don't know what you would call that thing event but that was less fun we did like an escape room they give you 10 they gave us 10 minutes to get out of this escape room and the whole time she's like i'll give you hints i was like well, that'll just like defeats the whole purpose <laughs> it's just turn around and walk out the door no you're so close you're getting hot 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 hotter <laughs> yeah basically i like sat down and go and up get out like the homer simpson meme where the grandpa just walks in takes his hat off yeah puts it back on and walks out <laughs> yeah that was basically my halloween i so if you know anything about anger i got in a white t-shirt like a dress-up button-up shirt and a tie and i had like this i don't even know it was like a headband that had some fur on it and it was so uncomfortable and i think that's like the point of halloween get as like uncomfortable as you can yeah pretty much look as scary as you i don't know it's not even scary anymore but yeah, so that's what I did for Halloween. Skylar was a lonely third wheel. Hey, that was delicious pizza though. Yeah. The Thing is a very good movie. I recommend it. The Thing. What is it? Very suspenseful. It's where like the guys are in Antarctica and then like the alien infiltrates them and so they're unsure who's an alien and who isn't. Huh, I've never, I don't know. I've never seen Kurt Russell's in it. Yeah. It's like 1982 or oh, 83. I don't watch movies before 1983. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Like, Is it scary? Uh, is it Skylar scary? It's more suspenseful okay. than it is scary. Like, yeah, there's this grotesque alien. There's some pretty gnarly stuff at points, but like, it's more so just like creepy and like suspenseful because you don't know who's an alien, who isn't. <laughs> like this desperation of these guys, it's pretty. And Wilford Brimley of Diabetes fame is in diabetes. it. Diabetes, diabetes. I like some diabetes. But pretty good movie. Okay, I'll add it to the list. Anyways, speaking of scary things, like you said, Quinn, we're talking about vampires today. Woo! The spooky, sparkling, scary vampires. Sparkling. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm ready for this. Let's. This is. What are your initial thoughts on vampires? Like, what's your oh experience? What are your, what's your experience? With my them? taste has been. It has been so bad as of recent. I would say last ten years, Stephanie Meyer. If you know who she is, if you know, you know. Stephanie Meyer, I believe she's the one who, the Twilight series, ever since then, vampires have become the lamest and just awful. Like, since that craze of vampires becoming these immortal, sexy high school kids who just kind of like <laughs> trawl around the dark 
deserts, not deserts, but like the dark, the north, dark deserts, the dark <laughs> deserts as they travel across Washington. the country, the dark deserts of Washington. But I, vampires used to be so cool. I used to think they were like the coolest like thing, and now, like no one knows what they are because so many people have come up with their own ideas. There's Twilight, which has kind of ruined it. I'll say Vampire Diaries. And then, like, a lot of these spinoff shows that are, like, kind of like this, where they have basically high school, college kids who are vampires who live among werewolves, which is the new thing, which I don't know how werewolves and vampires became cool, but they're not cool, but, like, cool with each other. So Yeah, they're just homies with each other. They're just chilling with each other, trying to kill each other, too. So it's it's really confusing. Vampires were definitely top three for me, though, at one point in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that was my same kind of thing, like, Vampires always, like, creep me out. Just that thought of, like, something breaking into my room and just, like, biting into my neck at night. I always had, like, an irrational fear. That's why I always, like, closed my blinds, locked my windows. Mm Because that and aliens were the two things where I'd always, like, before I go to sleep, be like, I know this isn't, like, I said that zombies last year or last week. Vampires and aliens are two other things that are, like, sneaky in the back of my mind at all times. (laughs) You go to bed and you're like, uh... Yeah, uh, that's how they're going to get in. Lock all your doors, look in your closet, throw, like, a baseball in there, see if you can hear any more shuffling. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, those were definitely things growing up that I, I looked for and, like, looked out for. <laughs> you just had this irrational fear that E.T. was out in your shed behind your house. <laughs> yeah, have you seen him? He's a creepy-looking thing. I hate that movie. It's so weird. He's a weird-looking dude. Yeah, he is. But zombies... We're not talking about zombies. We're talking about vampires. Vampires are... I think it's, like, weird that they became something that people aren't afraid of, and they're like, oh, they're hot. Yeah. Because they used to be very typical what a vampire was up until, like I said, Stephanie Meyer came in and said, this is what vampires are. (laughs) Yeah, it started that genre. Uh, I wrote an article. I kind of mentioned it last week. I wrote an article in my high school paper about how vampires have been ruined in media. They used to be scary, but now they're just, like, these sparkling weirdos (laughs) who love teenage girls that are pale-faced in Oregon. Oregon, Washington. Washington, Alaska. I've seen some with them in Alaska. And uh, after the, the newspaper got distributed in the, the the high school, the day we did that, I was on my way to class. I think it was my freshman year. And this girl, known weirdo among the high school, she waltzes up to us. She fights you? No, she's like, because uh, I also dissed vampire, the werewolves in that as well. <laughs> and she like tried to give me the straight facts on werewolves. In uh, the Twilight series, she's like, they're shapeshifters. They're not werewolves. They're shapeshifters. She tried to give me all this stuff, and that was, like, the hardest. I just had to, like, stone face stare at her while she gave me straight facts. You don't know my – you think you know? You don't know, Skylar. You don't know. You don't know us. They're shapeshifters, and I thought to myself, they're not real. (laughs) Yeah, there was a huge cult. South Park made fun of them a little bit, too, which is hilarious. And, like, all these – it went from goths to vampires, and like mm-hmm. then goths and vampires had to like differentiate who was who, and so you get this huge confusion with this. My high school—I don't know if your high school was like that. Yours was smaller. We actually had like people who were like, "Oh yeah, I I study under the vampire sect." <laughs> I was like, "No, you're just a creepy goth person who's like a little sad and has too much time to like wear makeup in the morning." <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of construed just various ideas about vampires and i think it was kind of interesting we go through both do our little bit of research learning about these things um often it ends up going through wikipedia 
Very much so. And the internets. And so we're really getting the back information of these creepy girls who grew up watching it. They are shapeshifters. And then, oh yeah, they're shapeshifters. Did you know that? We're basically just uh, regurgitating these fan fiction girls who are going on Wikipedia and editing. And mm. there's probably guys who are into it too. No yeah. judgment here. I'm just saying, it's a little weird. Yeah. And I think kind of with the history of it, I think when you think of vampires, I think everybody thinks originated back in, in Europe. Now we think of Transylvania. Welcome to Transylvania. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Pretty much, that's a good trilogy of films. Actually, the first one's good. Transylvania? Yeah, the tran- Hotel Transylvania. Oh, the third one has been trash. Oh, I watched garbage. like the first third of it, and I was like, this is the worst. I watched third. It's pretty dumb. So here's what I figured out. We'll just talk about Hotel Transylvania. First one. So here's what I did. I saw the second one first. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, like, I watched it, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then I watched the first one, and I was like, oh, that's how this, like, normal guy just, like, ends up marrying a vampire, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. <laughs> and why they but have But they zinged <laughs> with the most, the best uh, performance by Adam Sandler ever in his career. You think that's Hotel Transylvania? <laughs> <laughs> no. But he I actually was thinking does. it was uh, Ridiculous Six. Oh, dear <laughs> mama. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst movie ever. <laughs> so here's the thing. When you get Adam Sandler and all his gang of married little followers, which is like David Spade, I almost said Paul Bart, but Kevin James and all of the crew. And, oh, there's someone getting pulled over over there. But once you get their, like, merry gang together, you can't go more than one. So you got Grown Ups, good movie. Grown Ups 2, not good movie. Facts. <laughs> We get really sidetracked pretty easily. Yeah, very. <laughs> but <laughs> vampires originating back in Eastern Europe, uh, Western Europe, all that area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I found in that European folklore. You no, know, like the early iterations, of, like vampires, were mostly just to believe there are these undead creatures who visit their loved ones and then cause mischiefs or deaths in the town where they lived. So I was also, I looked up Google and I typed in vampires and they have like all these like links to everyone's little blogs probably. And I look in the bottom right corner where like the Wikipedia entry is. And that was the first thing that it said. And I thought that was so funny. Like these mischievous people who go visit the dead or their relatives. I was like, they're just a bunch of stalkers, aren't they? (laughs) They can't leave home. Just a bunch of creepers looking in windows. Like, that's my grandson right there. Look at him growing up. Look at my grandson growing up. Yeah, it's like they're they're popping into (laughs) homes and just leaving the toilet seat up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like, what would you be doing, Quinn, if like you ended up, oh, I'm an undead creature, you're a vampire coming back? Like, what are you doing to like with your visiting your loved ones? What are these people doing? Like, what are, you just like knock on the door, like, hey, what's up, Sally? I'm like back. Like, time to meet you again. Because often it's just like they're just creeping on people, which is weird. Yeah, every movie you have of it, it's like there's the typical shot where it's like really dark. And Everybody's just, always like laying there with their neck. Laying with their like perfectly hair, the neck like perfectly erect for them just to like bite onto. <laughs> it's just the most uncomfortable sleeping position ever. Yeah, you have a huge kink in your neck. Yeah, I know. These people, that's not the, yeah. These, the worst of their neck problems. Yeah. <laughs> the problem that they wake up with a little sore neck. And then there's just like the window wide open with the curtains, which are just flying in the wind perfectly too to a creature that is shadowing and just mm-hmm. like staring over them for 30 seconds and it's like oh that's just grandpa <laughs> I think it's something that like cracked me up as I was doing some of the study for this is like the 
no, they're coming back. They're haunting these people. <laughs> but, but their cadence, you know, we think of their appearance. The vampires are tall, pale, and like kind of gangly looking or something. Well put together is what yeah, I was thinking. Very... Like well put together as like a suit and yeah. a flowing cape. <laughs> Whereas in this early like European flo- folklore, they're bloated and have a and of a ruddy slash dark countenance. So <laughs> they're just these big fat bloated bodies because they're dead. You know that actually I can relate so much to those now. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate to those vampires. I'm a little pale. That's the only problem. But I mean, like, yeah, I can see where vampires came from. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's that's how they were perceived in like that folklore early on. Until later on, they became like the the big tall pale Nosferatu Dracula. Nosferatu. <laughs> Eventually, like Edward and Twilight vampires. Ripped. Six foot two. Yeah, so they went, they're fat. Fat bloated. <laughs> deathly skinny and then just gradually went up from there. Yeah. The funniest thing about this was like the mischief part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because it said they're un- they're dead and they just go back and they visit their families and cause mischief. I was like, they're just like trolls. Yeah. Like that's all they do. Like what kind of mischief is a vampire doing to like their relatives? No, they're like the elf on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Except for it's like this fat, dark human being that's dead who's just chilling over there. He's trying to hide behind the curtain. It's <laughs> obviously bulging. <laughs> Hiding behind like the lamppost. Ooh. Bleh. <laughs> bleh, bleh, bleh. So there's, this was kind of like what it was for a while until... No, we get in about 1819. This is where, like, the juicy stuff of, like, the vampires that we know today start to come in. Um, in 1819, that charismatic and sophisticated vampire of the modern fiction was in John Polidori's The Vampire. Ooh. I looked that up and, like, kind of read the synopsis. We're like, this dude is just... He meets up with this stranger guy, and they go on a trip, and he, like, starts hanging out until... This was, like, the first, like, romance vampire novel <laughs> this kind of started that genre oh gosh so we can date twilight back to john 200 Polidori. years ago this is this dude's fault dang it john <laughs> and he follows this guy and he like leaves him after the guy seduces somebody and like he learned he starts to realize like this guy dies and he's like oh don't tell anybody about my death for a year he's like all right <laughs> this just like puts it on his calendar yeah <laughs> okay i got a year year later he's kept his oath this guy shows up seduces starts to like marry and seduce the main guy's daughter or sister they're about to be married and he's like i realize he's a vampire and like he's <laughs> killed these people but he can't say anything so he dies on his deathbed with a letter to his to his uh, <laughs> sister but it never reaches her spoilers the sister dies on the their letters just night. like gotcha yeah <laughs> it's like i left the oven on or something ridiculous <laughs> so this was kind of mischief like, <laughs> this was that first like uh example of that charismatic and sophisticated vampire that's like you know he's a smooth talker he's good looking people want to be with him like he's the james bond of vampires where he just like Seduces women basically by just saying yes. No, Pretty yes, much. we're going Pretty to much. yes. No, shaken going. not stirred. No, yes, you're going to sleep with me. I like my blood shaken not stirred. <laughs> but one thing I think that was, I mean, even going back till then, that's key with this is their ability to seduce people. Yeah, I think. I mean, there's multiple ways that they did it. Whether it was like their power that they had over people, 
or it was like magical, like either the way they like looked at them or there was some kind of like spell that they would be able to put over them. Mm-hmm. And so I think going back till then, there's like, I mean, fantasy in that. That's like a thing that I guess people are into is being put under a spell and well, yeah, and like <laughs> taken hostage. Stockholm Syndrome's a thing. Yeah, and those religious tendencies and, and beliefs back then, you know, the vampires are just a, you know, a version of the devil who is always like, oh, he's a smooth talker and he can, you know, he's charismatic, he makes you want him type thing. Yeah. And so I, I think that kind of correlates with those vampire things. I, th- I think it was interesting because I was also like researching a little bit too just to get prepped for this. And we always think of them as like son of the devil. And mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people thought of, like, that's what, Dr- I mean, Dracula. So I mean, we'd be, yeah, reminisce not to talk about Dracula being the most, I guess, charismatic and popular of all vampires. Yeah. But when people thought of it, they thought of him as, like, the son of the devil. Dracula means son of the devil in Romanian, but it doesn't. So <laughs> it's actually an Albanian word, vampire is. So. Ooh. Yeah. So if I could pull up my notes right here. Shout out get, to the Albanians. Yeah, that's where. Have oh, you yeah. ever read? Bram Stoker's Dracula? Uh, I think I've seen the movie adaption of it, but I've read like the, so in basically grade school, they had like the bio or these books of classics and Mm -hmm. they're basically like pictures on every other page kind of just like small ones. And the basically like a shortened down version of them. I read (laughs) that, (laughs) but so vampire is an Albanian word and it's a, I don't even know how to say this. D H Dampier. <laughs> Dampier. Dampier. D-H-A-M-P-I-R. And what that means, to drink with teeth. So, so that's just like you just absorb it with your teeth and it just goes up into you. Could you imagine if we were able, like if we did that? It's <laughs> like, like a straws. <laughs> just start sucking with Ugh. it. Like one time I, because the teeth are so sensitive and like I had to get a bunch of dental work done once where... It was a bunch within the course of like three weeks, filling a bunch of cavities. And at one point, my mouth, one quadrant of my mouth was sensitive to cold and one was sensitive to heat. (laughs) And it was like in two separate sections. And so it was really difficult. just like biting with your head tilted. I'd accidentally get like some cold water up in one corner. That's the worst. (sighs) That's the worst. I can't even imagine like vampires who have like sensitive teeth. (laughs) (laughs) What's your blood temperature right now? Just the thought of like fluids or anything coming through my teeth. So yeah. we think like, you know, fangs or for rattlesnakes or venom coming through these teeth type fang thingies. Yeah. It's the, yeah. It's I think that's thought. probably, I don't know if this is what they're trying to go for because I mean, it says to drink with teeth. I'll take it literally there. I think more like rattlesnakes because they're able to. It, they have venom they sacs, inject. basically, and they're able to eject venom or fluid from their teeth. Maybe it's the same thing with vampires, because when we, whenever I see, like, Dracula or these really old ones, they never, like, put their lips on the neck. It's always just they show, like, I have a picture here you can look at. It's always, like, it's bad <laughs> radio, but it's always just, like, they bite with their teeth, and they, like, <clears throat> always just show the teeth, and they never, and they're like, that's fine. They just bite and never, like, actually suck, and you can't suck with just teeth. Yeah, and, like... I've seen other forms of media stuff where it's where they bite them and then they're just sort of like licking it up and drinking it that way. <laughs> just, the teeth are just to puncture and then you're just. 
<laughs> horrible audio. Everybody just <laughs> <laughs> threw off their headphones. And threw yeah, their... Sorry for that. But you know what the funniest part about this? Like, I found 40 facts about vampires, and they're kind of funny. It's called SeriousFacts.com. <laughs> Welcome to SeriousFacts.com. Top 40 vampire facts. Mm-hmm. Okay? But I think when we go back to vampires, we need to, like, also mention the fact it came from, like, we think about it, Vlad the Impaler was the where basically Dracula gets his image from, and they think a lot about that. And I was researching a little bit more about Vlad the Impaler. One, where did he get his name? And it was just because he was Vlad and the way he killed people. Yeah, he was just throwing them on stakes out. Yeah, he was just literally castle. just like stabbing them the whole time. And I thought that's kind of cool. Like he has like an adjective and <laughs> right next to his name. <laughs> like, what do I have to do to get an adjective after my name to be Skyler Skyler the Depressed, <laughs> Skyler the Gluttonous, <laughs> Skyler the Pizza Eater, Quentin the Underachiever? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what would... I mean, that's so cool, because, like, you don't give yourself nicknames like that. No. You definitely, like, someone was like, oh, that's Vlad the Impaler. And he's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I like this. Well, it's a very good name. Yes, very good. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. One, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> One Impaler. He's stabbing people. One, ah, ah, ah. Two, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and thus, that's where we get, uh... What's his name? The Count. The Count, yeah. I was thinking Count Chocula. <laughs> Brings up a good point, though. We, we talk about these history of these vampires. You no, know, Dracula kind of sets up that that uh, stereotype and the the framing for a vampire. You know, they got the cape, the slicked back hair. Uh, the face sometimes varies, but sometimes can be kind of bat like, or just a very nice, handsome man. Handsome, yeah, handsome man. man. Uh, but one thing that I think, because like a lot of it is based off of one Vlad the Impaler, and the other one that I mean we get most of our modern Dracula from uh, was Sir Henry Living was his name. He's a Shakespeare actor, and you kind of get like some of these traits from him. He's like a well dressed, put together suit, slick back hair, very like sharp features on his face. Like we think of like vampires, like sharp chin, very. Mm-hmm good-looking guy back in his time. And then we kind of get, like, Vlad the Impaler's little effects that he puts on it. Like, royalty. We think of these guys as, like, royalty. Living in a castle is always something that we think of. So when you thought of, like, royalty back in his time, Vlad, that was back in the 1400s. You think of these guys with, like, crowns, capes, and these extravagant clothing. And so those are, like, the two biggest influences we get on it. But reading more about Vlad the Impaler, the thing that I thought was interesting, kind of goes along with, like, what we talked about with zombies, is it says, historically, the name Dracula, so we're just talking about Dracula right now, is derived from a Chivalaric, Chivalaric order uh, called the Order of the Dragon, founded by, oh my gosh, there's so much big words here, <laughs> Sigismund Luxembourg. So basically, it was like a religion. Mm-hmm. So we think of like, when we talked about zombies, how it kind of started out as like this religious thing that was where people would be raising people from the dead in a voodoo religion kind of thing. Also, the way that, like, Vlad and Dracula, the word Dracula derives from, is, like, an order, which I think is the sickest name, Order of the Dragons. <laughs> could, you, <laughs> could you imagine being a member of the Order of the Dragons? Yes, I could. How do we do that? Uh, eh, probably have to pay a membership. It's probably a lot of work. Never mind, let's not do it's that. probably a premium membership. <laughs> 20 bucks a month. Uh, they give you like a card you put in your wallet. Yeah. 
It's like the Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> just sends you a lizard every month. <laughs> it's like a little gecko. Like, oh. A little gecko, a little vial of blood or something. Jeez. <laughs> but so that's that's where Dracula comes from. Uh, Vlad the Impaler. And I wonder if this has something to do with it because we know how you kill a vampire, stab it in the heart with a wooden stake, basically. If that has anything to do with the fact, like, they drew a little bit of that from Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, probably. Uh, that kind of brings up that point of what I was looking through some more of my notes of, you no, know, there's creating vampires. I think that one's pretty straightforward. I think everybody knows that one. It's usually, like, infection. So, like, when vampire bites you, you become a vampire. What I saw is, so infection is one of them, or, like, a curse. Yeah. So you biting cursed. somebody else, you pass that curse onto that person. Yeah. Or there's, like, uh, random stuff of, like, oh, it's raising the dead, so that makes them an undead individual type thing. So there's lots of things, but it gets to that protection and, you know, killing a vampire. Where protection, it's typically the things, you know, garlic, which I... <laughs> I, wanna I couldn't find the, like, origin of this. I looked. Yeah. Yeah, it's just said to harm vampires. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess they need to put garlic to good use, I guess. Maybe back there in Europe, they're like, uh, we do not want this garlic. I don't know why he's French. So basically what it does, it does come from Bam Stoker's Dracula is where we like first hear about this. And it was really creepy. So we're talking in 1897 when this book came out, which is back in that time, you... You see a bunch of, like, world globalization, so a lot of these people are hearing about this for the first time. A lot of it's coming to the United States from Europe, a lot of these stories. So when Van Helsing goes to kill Dracula or kill a vampire, so he kills one of the original ones first, he stabbed a stake in the heart, cut the head off, and then, like, stuffed its mouth with garlic. I'll do it. Like, what, are you going to baste it next, too? (laughs) Yeah, it's going to marinate it for a couple days. So we got that garlic, uh, then a lot of like the religious, kind of the religious thing that we were talking about, kind of juxtaposed with that, you know, crosses, holy water, crucifixes, uh, those type of things are often what will, you know, defeat a vampire because we have that classic, you know, vision of a vampire's coming at you and then somebody holds up a silver cross they're like, oh, devil be gone. He's like, bleh. <laughs> bleh. Bleh, bleh. Yeah, and which it had to be like a pure golden cross. Yeah. Or like a pure metal one. Or like silver is a good mm-hmm. one. Which I think is really interesting because we know vampires can't be seen in mirrors. Yeah. And the reason because of that was because the back of them were lined with pure S- silver, basically. Yeah. And so that's why they weren't able to be seen in these mirrors. But I mean, now it's used with like aluminum backing or these other things. So that doesn't affect them anymore. Just in case you're a vampire and you're lo- or you're looking out for them, don't worry about the mirrors. You'll be able to see them. Yeah, uh, something else here that would see one of their attributes. Because we always think like, oh, sunlight, it's going to wreck them. Uh, there are some traditions that a vampire can't enter a house unless invited by the owner, which I hope you're never inviting people into your house <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, that's why I don't let anybody in my house on Halloween, mm-hmm. especially those little punk vampire kids. Mm-hmm. You never trust any of them, you especially the ones. In for a tweet. No, <laughs> especially the ones dressed as Optimus Prime. Don't yeah. trust those kids. But they're mostly believed to be more active at night, 
uh, even though they're not generally considered vulnerable to sunlight. So I think that's another things like, oh, we think because they're nocturnal, they're acting at night, that they may not go out in the sunlight. So that's I think that's the trope, but it may not necessarily be true altogether. So I'm looking back at garlic. I went to vampires.com. Oh. Shout out vampires.com. Sounds like a dating website. <laughs> vampires meet. Please. You don't have to be lonely <laughs> at vampires.com. But this, basically what it says is that they have a heightened sense of smell and the stuff reeks. <laughs> and I think it's funny. They're like, oh, yes, garlic grows very ple- prevalent around the Slavic regions of Europe. Well, that's true. Got to put it used to it. <laughs> yeah. They'll just shove it in their faces. But I mean, in, and like even in the Dracula book, when he's going after this one woman, one of the problems is Van Helsing, he like covers her in garlic and all mm-hmm. this like puts a gold cross basically on her face. <laughs> and she'd already been bitten a couple times, which we'll talk about soon. And then just like covers her in garlic. But still, Dracula was able to like use control over other people to remove the garlic, which mm-hmm. we end up seeing doesn't really work. So that's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like really nothing. I think really, when he was writing this book, he's like, I really hate garlic. Yeah. He <laughs> It's just pent up aggression for having to eat it growing up. <laughs> Mama's roasted garlic. <laughs> Is he Italian? I have no <laughs> idea. Mama make a good roasted garlic. So those things are to help protect people, but then there's the methods like we mentioned to to kill a vampire to wreck him. Uh, often it was through that. I think the most popular one is the stake through the heart, uh, and that was mostly effective against to deflate the bloated vampire. <laughs> to like just like flies around the room <laughs> like a balloon that's losing air until it just floats down so that was a big one uh, decapitation yeah obviously decapitation burning them after uh, let's see putting iron and stuff into their hearts pure metal is, yeah. was what it was which pouring boiling water over the grave or complete incineration of the body now, so that's Incineration is usually a good go-to. Yeah, so next time one of those punk vampire kids comes in, but won't come in because they need you to let them in, mm-hmm. boil water, pour it over those kids, get <laughs> your steak out, and <laughs> and uh, good luck. Good hunting. Yeah. And so, like, these tropes about the vampire, like, stayed pretty true to itself, pretty much even still today, like, throughout the horror mm-hmm. genre. Even in these, like, soapy ones that we've talked about, Stabbing them in the heart is the way that you do yeah. really kill them. But I think a lot of the less, like, garlic, pure metals, crosses, and stuff like that, holy water, have less to do with the yeah. actual, like, killing of them. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of media steps away from, like, those Christianity Yeah, I was about to say that. Things. A lot of it, though, was, like, back in the time, 1890, religion and those things were, like, really huge influences. And I think it kind of, like, drew into people's ideals because everyone was some sort of sect. You were Christian, you were yeah, whatever else. You were part of one denomination. And so to like have some kind of assurance, like, oh, holy water, crosses, and this nasty, spicy little garlic clove will kill yeah. them. As long as I'm rolling with Jesus, the yeah. demons can't get me. And that, like that gives probably like a sense of like, okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Like they have something I had, like everybody at that time probably had a cross, a stick that they could sharpen. <laughs> and so, and some like, ho- I don't think everyone had holy water on hand, but they had the other two. No. <laughs> a stick. Grab the spoon. <laughs> yeah. Or like 
Now, I think to the Castlevania video game series, I'm big into video games. That one's all about fighting a version of Dracula and like demons and vampires and just creatures. And that family, they have enchanted blessed swords or their whip has been enchanted. Uh, was it consecrated? Yeah. That's what it so is. I consecrated think... items. So, so I... a lot of it is though, because like vampires work a lot with curses mm-hmm. was what I read. So, I mean, like you think about like devils and things like that to counteract that in religion, it was a lot of holy items, holy like prayers and things like that. So enchantments go along with that. So, I yeah. mean, you can see the religious effect that this has. Yeah, and like I bet in all aspects of the culture, it's like, hey, if you are religious and you have some sort of this like spiritual faith of the good, it'll protect you from these evils of vampires and monsters and demons that are constantly trying to get at you. Uh, I think more so today that's gone away. They've gone away from that, whereas vampires are just misunderstood individuals who... Yeah have something to learn and give to society. Where they're just like 100, 300-year-old people who are just chilling. Yeah, these 300-year-old guys that look like they're in their early 20s. Yeah, the thing that I think that is funny ripped. about that is like, oh, you will stay the same age as when you got turned. It sucked to be that 80-year-old dude with like arthritis <laughs> and <laughs> a walker unable to like, he's like, screw you. <laughs> I was two days away from retirement. <laughs> He was about to retire. <laughs> the pirate Dick Grandpa. He was about to retire. <laughs> but going back to like a little bit of turning and how we get, it's pretty similar. You bite somebody, they turn into a vampire. Yeah. But going to, I, I'm a huge fan of like the Dracula, the original novel because I think that's the most truest. I think that's what people think of as like base. This is what our zamp- vampire base off of. So what was interesting to me was when Dracula was, I don't remember what her name was, but it was like the main girl in the story. Mm-hmm. When he was going to visit her every night, which is creepy, he's just causing mischief, you know, just visiting his old palace. He would bite her and then like feed off her because every vampire needs some sort of blood, which whether it was human blood back in the time or now they've adapted it to be less violent and it's like animal blood or in some cases, some movies and TV shows, it's like synthetic blood. Mm-hmm. But back then, he would go and bite her, and she wouldn't turn into a vampire. She would just get, like, really slow and lethargic over time. And it took, like, ten times, basically, is what it seemed like. So we go from that to where it's, like, this instant thing, like, right when the teeth go into the neck, into, like, the jugular area, Mm -hmm. you, like, instantly turn into a vampire. So I thought that was kind of interesting, how it's progressed to, like, over time, you see the effects of it. You'd see marks on the same spot, basically. And, like, these people were still alive. They knew they were getting basically fed on by vampires. Mm-hmm. It's creepy stuff. Creepy stuff. <laughs> I think, luckily, like, that's, I guess, legacy of vampires continue on. And I think it, we see it become even more popular, you know, media-wise. Not so much the legend, but just, like, that, you know, media appeal in the 20s. Well, basically in the 20th and 21st century. Yeah. Where, you know, you have these adaptions of Count Dracula starring Christopher Lee. Or Nosferatu. 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 <laughs> if you know, you know. But, like, Nosferatu is the one that I think was the most... For, yeah. We get, like, this ugly monster person who's... More like a bat than anything. Yeah, looks like a... Um, he looks like a monster bat. Of anything, why does Dracula, like... Why do vampires get stuck with turning into bats? You know what I think is funny? So going back to my little facts that I was serious facts about vampires. 
Um, I was thinking of that same thing too. It's like these little night rats that are able to like fly. <laughs> so serious facts says a vampire can turn into a bat, a rat, an owl, a fox, a wolf, which I thought was weird. But if in the original Dracula book, he Dracula turns into a wolf mm-hmm. and escapes Van Helsing through that. And he turns into a bat. I think they're more like shapeshifters than mm-hmm. an actual like werewolf. <laughs> but the funniest thing I thought of was they can also turn into moths. <laughs> who's the guy who's like, I want to turn into a moth. <laughs> Ooh, fly around those lights. And get like attacked by like a pigeon and killed. It's <laughs> 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 so unfortunate to the guy who turns into a moth and dies instantly. Yeah. So yeah, we get them turning into like random rabies infested animals is what I see mm-hmm. here. Bats, rats, wolves, and foxes. <laughs> so we, yeah, we get tons of these different iterations i think of the vampires and they can do all these different abilities and kind of get adds on depending on the media um and i think it's in the like the 90s that we start to see it kind of change even more and we get like buffy the vampire slayer so there's this media (laughs) where it's like these vampires aren't like the bleh i'm a count but they're like just there's humans humans in hiding i think buffy actually i'll go back retract my statement i think buffy might have been like the first of that yeah but luckily she was just hunting down vampires buffy was cool though yeah she was a human the vampires were creepy too in that show yeah if you ever watch buffy the van i mean i haven't seen it forever since i was like a kid and was sick at home yeah and then we get these other iterations of vampires like blade from the marvel you get like series who's kind of like these half vampires and then you get like van helsing the movie oh where you like Movie's terrible. Yes, but like the vampires are more like the Nosferatu vampires, yeah. where he's like running in with like crossbows, and he's like the Terminator of vampire yeah. killers, basically. Yeah. So yeah, we <laughs> have these weird vampires, and I think ultimately, like we mentioned, I think the straw that broke the camel's back was Twilight, just yeah. that book series where it turns it into kind of these romance teen novels, and then uh, eventually we get these movies where who's the guy who's about to be the new Batman is playing weird, sparkly, pale vampires who are like a dark and brooding and edgy. Oh, Edward. Emo. What's his name? Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I was like, Batman and vampires? Yeah. Well, Isn't there like a, I think there was a situation. Oh, like probably. That. Yeah. In one of the comics, I'm pretty sure that was a situation where like Batman or Superman had to go against like vampires, but I would not doubt that. I mean, when I think of, movies i i always go back to like i said that i love the old-fashioned kind of like they're in this they're in this giant castle and this one guy van helsing who he's a bad man going up there killing these guys all by himself because <laughs> when you see the original like dracula inspired movie it's like he walks into this castle and it's so creepy because it's just him, and there's, like, these coffins everywhere, and he just, like, opens it up and just, like, one by one, just, like, stabs him in the heart and, like, next. <laughs> dink, 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 dink. <laughs> dink, 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 dink. I'm always going to be referencing The Simpsons. There's a Trails of Horror where Mr. Burns is Dracula, and Homer, they go to kill him. And, like, we need to put a stake through his heart. And so they flip open his coffin, and Homer drives the stake in. And is like, die, you unholy thing. <laughs> and Lisa's like, dad. That's his crotch. <laughs> oh, whoops. It goes up a little higher. And <laughs> did, you, uh. did you ever watch Hey Arnold? 
a little bit. Did you ever see the Halloween episode? I, I don't remember anything from Hey Arnold. Oh, you're, that's such a creepy show. Look up like Hey Arnold fan theories, and it'll be so depressed from that. <laughs> He's like this crazy. So this is anyone who knows the the four people who know Hey Arnold, but the one episode I'm talking about is when Sid, the giant guy, who was like his friend who had the weird like pizza nose. He there's the episode where like Arnold is looking in to see if he's a vampire because he thinks that he is just because of how he acts and stuff like that, and that was the creepiest episode of like any cartoon TV show growing up. Where if that was even on, I would always just like turn it off and leave. I got so terrified by that one cartoon episode <laughs> back when like if you remember this, Nickelodeon used to be like super edgy on their Halloween episodes where they were like borderline creepy. I don't remember much. Gosh, you're the worst. <laughs> well, we didn't always have satellite. True. Growing up. Yeah. I feel bad. Like, I try to relate to people. Like, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, there's, once. There's a period of time where my. Our, you can kind of relate SpongeBob. Like, some of the, like, yeah. Halloween SpongeBob episodes where he, like, shaves off all of his sponge. Yeah, that's the only one I think of. Those are, like, some creep. Like, it was kind of like that, but, like, worse. Yeah. I think. What was those? <laughs> Quick, we're running out of time here, but. Favorite type of, like, favorite vampire character? Dracula. Uh, yeah, Dracula. I don't know, the Count from Sesame Street. (laughs) Probably low-key, like, (laughs) the chillest vampire. Count Chocula. (laughs) (laughs) Him and his band of, like, misfit cereals. (laughs) Frankenberry, Booberry. Booberry. Have you ever had those? No. They're so bad. It's, like, it's so bad. I'd rather just get Captain Crunch. Oh, any day. The bad kind, too. Blah. <laughs> but it's like these only come out once a year, and when they put it out, it's like, uh, I think we still had these from last year. Put those yeah. out, too. <laughs> you get, like, the stale cereal, and people are like, oh, yeah, it's because it's the Captain whatever. It's like Captain Crunch, but we got a Dracula in this one. Count Chocula. <laughs> He's the go- he's the nerdiest. We have to agree. He's the nerdiest vampire. Oh yeah, definitely. Count Chocula is the worst. Uh, no, I wouldn't be as terrified of though. Count Chocula is he like, oh, unless he's coming in like sucking out my blood and using it as milk over his cereal. <laughs> Just milks his fangs. Like that's that's kind of worse. Ugh. Ugh. But the Count from Sesame Street, he'd be a homie. Like a little midget vampire. Yeah. He's tiny and just teaches kids to love. Yeah, he just helps me to count. Yeah. Does my, count. does my taxes. <laughs> Who's your tax guy? Oh, he's a vampire. <laughs> he lives in Sesame Street. Oh, cool, cool. What? <laughs> What's his name? Oh, he's the count. He's the count. One, ah, ah, ah. Two. Two uh, victims, ah, ah, ah. Three. $3,000 what you owe the IRS. Oh, <laughs> God. What are the odds that the count has, like, killed somebody on Corpses. Sesame Street? Yeah, like, he's gone in. Like, Anytime a Sesame Street character blood. leaves... The Count. Ooh. It's the Count's fault. Oh, my. So good. if you look back, I don't watch Sesame Street. Yeah, I, it's on I'm, HBO now. Nobody can. Yeah, that's true. But if you ever see a character that, quote, leaves. <laughs> it's the Count. Trust the Count. <laughs> I remember there was a Sesame Street video game, and, like, you go to, like, the Count's. Oh, yeah, there's a ton. Yeah. It's like, it's it like, like a Monster played, Mayhem, like, a bump it's Monster Mayhem or something. Yeah, there's one you played on, like, the computer that at least I did, and you, like, go to his castle basically it was really creepy but like yeah, yeah the count definitely has demons in his closet or people in his closet that he feeds off of there was this old computer disc game that we had on our computer at home and it was this little like click this puzzle click adventure and you like are trying to get up to dracula's castle 
and you're solving these puzzles along the way and getting items and moving along. And <laughs> spoilers, ultimately, it's just he's holding a birthday party for you. <laughs> and like you're getting your way up into the castle to get birthday cake with him. <laughs> but I just remember it kind of just being weird. But it was like kind of fun growing up because I was always enjoyed trying to, to play this game. And like there's always just this slide block puzzle that I'd get to and I'd always get stuck on. And I dreaded it every time. It's fun stuff. But I think there's there's so many iterations of vampires. And I think they were one of the biggest staples in like media and like horror culture and genre because we don't when's the what's the last like good vampire movie we had good vampire movie or just vampire movie in general i guess what we do in the shadows that taika watiti one that's also a tv show now really there's been some like tv shows that was a comedic movie i love taika watiti (laughs) uh there's been hotel transylvania's that doesn't count that's like everything and it's got everything so weird like the weird old dad who... We, yeah, where being a vampire is just sort of part of their character and not really, like, an important element of the film. Yeah, and they never killed anyone in Hotel Transylvania. That we know of. Oh, yeah, he definitely did, though. <laughs> what else? Like, I think Twilight might have been, like, the when was, vampire century. I don't even know. Like, 2015 might have been the last Twilight. I'm sorry, I don't keep up with that. I don't know. I, I think that would probably be, like, Vampire Diaries, which probably ended recently tv shows yeah Yeah. it was the last tv show that talked about it i think they tried to do some stuff with buffy the vampire slayer i think they tried to bring some stuff back with that tried to reboot or something but i'd like to see that like it come make a comeback in a film like make a new dracula oh yeah i think it's a it's a dude because 1992 is like bram stoker's dracula which was the highest grossing vampire film of all time at the time Mm mm-hmm so it could be due for like a reboot or a remake or something like that. I think one of the problems is like this horror genre where we talked about zombies and things like that is starting to like lose its, here's one 2014, the Vampire Academy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah. Cirque de Freak, the Vampire's Assistant. That, oh, those movies were awful. That movie was awful. They thought they were going to get a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Vampire. Have you heard of that movie? Yeah. Little dweeby kid. Yeah, was not the kid from, uh, who is this? I just remember that where he just like meets like the one vampire guy who's his neighbor apparently. <laughs> yep. It's like, it's that one kid. What's his name? I have no idea. It's but the little weenie kid from Stuart Little. Yeah, that kid. <laughs> who's like, he's buff now. So yeah, it's Good basically, <laughs> he moves to Scotland and is literally next door neighbors with a vampire. So... Fun stuff. Is it that or his parents were vampires? I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember that being like a weird movie. Yeah, I never. I think I saw bits and pieces, and I was like, "This is this is stupid." And I was like what, ten at the time. I'm like, this is dumb. Well, they made a trailer for it, or they made a reboot of it, cartoon version for it. it came out in 2018. So, huh? There you go. Interesting stuff. The more you know, the more you know. <laughs> but I think that'll do it all for this week of things unknown. Uh, beware of those vampires out there. They might be still among us. Don't let anyone in your house. Yeah, just that's a good rule of thumb. Just let them walk in. If they don't, just walk in, open the door, and just <laughs> see what happens next. <laughs> but definitely stock up on that garlic, holy water, whatever uh, you need to. If you have any gold necklaces, turn those into crosses. Uh, if you <laughs> have any immediately. wooden spoons, start whittling. Yeah, get to whittling. Grow those garlic crops. <laughs> I think you'll be golden. (laughs) You'll be great. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Later.